Oh, hey, everybody. It's Dan uh, coming to you live from Japan. Kind of uh, a sickly person today. Uh, got a nice brand spanking new cold. I think it's a cold. Probably, hopefully, yeah. Uh, from my son, who got it from his kindergarten. So thanks a lot, random child that I don't know that brought this wonderful virus to our family. But anyway, uh, so my apologies from a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, if if I if I take a little longer to load today, uh, and that's why we got uh, our our friend and uh, man in arms Joe with us. So hi to everybody, Joe. How's everybody doing today? I hope better than Dan. I'm freshly vertical, but I'm ready to, yeah, take on some questions, talk to people in the community. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, not only is Dan, uh, kind of under the weather today, but Dan also has to wake up tomorrow, hopefully healed, uh, to go to the, uh, the SIP workshop in Tokyo. Um, so that would be pretty interesting and hopefully I will, not be able to, I will not have to, uh, you know, cancel it. Cause, uh, I get, you know, it's like one of those things, right? So you, you sleep it off and you wake up in the morning, either like really, really good or even sicker. So I hope it's not the latter. Uh, cause I kind of really want to go. Not in those anyway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, you know, what, what are you going to do? I mean, it's that, that, that's the, that, that's one of the joys of having children. You get to catch their viruses that they bring home. Yeah. Cool. It's lots of fun. Anyway, anyway. So, all right. So, um, yeah, you know, um, uh, we had a nice action packed week, uh, just in general in crypto. Uh, but yeah, also, uh, just hasn't really, haven't really stopped working. Um, I'm reaching out to a new university to, uh, potentially take on another, uh, ergo course, uh, this time a bit more technical in nature. Uh, there has also been more kind of shuffling and talking to funds, although it's a little slower now because of the market. And, and, uh, we are again, really excited about, um, the, uh, funding proposal, uh, the, um, the proposal we're going to be submitting for Rosen. Uh, so as I was saying before, uh, we put together a proposal for catalyst for Rosen. So it's basically, it's, it's, uh, staking, uh, staking pool operator incentives, for up for, uh, being, uh, Rosen operators. And so we are looking to submit that to fund 10. Uh, so yeah, that's really exciting. We just kind of been, um, cleaning it up, but for the most part, it's ready to go. Uh, so yeah, that, that will be coming up and we'll give you more details as they come in. Uh, well, as there's more details. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just, just, you know, keeping at it, uh, regardless of market market conditions. And, uh, that's, that's how we roll. How have you rolled Joe for the past week? How been, how have you been rolling? Yeah, this morning rolled out of bed. Here I am. Uh, it's been exciting. You know, there's a lot of things in the ergo ecosystem that are kind of in the quality assurance stage before mainnet. Uh, you can look at duck pools or Pidea. Um, Rosen, uh, you can look at Dexy. Uh, there's been some, uh, talk about, you know, new framework for SIG gold that, uh, will 
probably get to in and around the Ergoversary, which is uh, coming up here in about two weeks. So there should be a lot of uh, great content, uh, you know, that comes out for that event. I'm excited for it. Um, you know, it's one of those things. A lot of the times there's a lot of work that's being done in the back end that people don't necessarily see. And then, you know, we rolls out uh, on mainnet and, you know, the, uh, kind of programmability of Ergo that features functionality of what's possible, uh, in the ecosystem kind of goes through a period of rapid growth. We've seen that a few times and I would say we're kind of, uh, edging towards, a, another kind of wave of innovation, which is really exciting to see. Um, you know, there's a lot of projects in the ecosystem that have been oof, grinding through, uh, not always the friendliest conditions in, in terms of the broader market, but, uh, yeah, if you look at, uh, the actual functionality that it brings, um, you know, in combination to, we could be sitting in a whole, you know, different ecosystem, you know, pretty shortly, a couple months, which is really exciting to see, you know, that, uh, type of development, uh, isn't always, isn't always the sexiest in, in terms of the, uh, process, you know, the progress of it, you know, re, oh, we need to refactor something. Oh, we need to improve something, but, uh, you know, getting to the quality assurance, uh, public beta stages is quite exciting, you know, and, and we've got quite a few projects and products, uh, coming to market that I, I think, uh, really enhance the ecosystem. Right. And then, you know, being a programmable blockchain, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And actually speaking of the universe, the ergoversary, uh, we're going to be making a special, uh, Zengate video for the ergoversary. So, uh, yeah, look out for that. And, uh, we're looking forward to the event. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of online fun anyway. Um, so what do you think, Joe, uh, should we talk about the bears that live around your house or around your property, or should we get some questions? No, they're just down. I have a little pond. Go, come and go drink water. No, oh, well, okay. Well, in that case, um, yeah, let's get to some questions then, and we'll talk about the bears later. All right. Um, okay. Well, you know, here, here's, um, here's kind of, uh, a kind of a neutral market question. I would say, I don't want to get too much into specific market questions, but this is a good one. So wh what are your thoughts about BTC dominance rising? Um, so I'll take this one because to me, it's kind of obvious why that's happening. And, uh, you, Joe, you can kind of back me up on that. Um, it's, it's Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin dominance is rising because it's Bitcoin. Um, it's more state, a lot more stable than anything else out there pretty much except for stables. Um, and, uh, yeah, people are kind of putting, you know, put, put, putting their money into that because they feel a little bit more, I don't know, it's, it's, it's less volatile, I guess, even though, you know, it just kind of went down today. Um, it's still one of the least volatile, cryptos outside of, 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 um, stables that is out there. Um, so to me, it's just very simple. It's rising because the market is going down, but Bitcoin isn't going down as much as the rest of the market. So people are putting it into, they don't want to put it into stables. So they want to put it into something that they can still have a little bit of, you know, action price action with, and, uh, you know, Bitcoin is it. Um, I don't think is going to continue. I think as soon as the market kind of, you know, 
stables out and starts moving back up, Bitcoin dominance is going to go down even more than it was before, uh, before all this, you know, all these funds started pouring back into it. But yeah, it's just, you know, it's just the stability. I mean, that, that's really what I think it is. Uh, what do you think, Joe? Yeah, there's always, you know, like a risk reward rotation that happens in, uh, you know, liquid investments. So that's not surprising. I would say probably, uh, you know, why is Bitcoin dominance rising? Uh, you know, if I had to guess, I would say there's just been a lot of fear around uh, SEC action. And, you know, people see that as more of a safer haven. Um, you know, it's, it's, it rotates. I, I don't see it as... Uh, it's just kind of part of the process. People see it as like a risk off asset. And, uh, so being that most pairs in the crypto space have some exposure to Bitcoin, people will kind of rebalance based on their current sentiment, uh, you know, their current assessment of what the market's doing, where it's going. And so, you know, they'll move into more of, uh, let's say a less, you know, risk off position, you know, something will change, then, you know, they move more towards a risk on position. That's that rotation happens all the time uh, across, you know, different uh, markets. So I don't see it as anything other than kind of the season. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just, you know, it's the most really the, one of the most stable cryptos out there that in Ethereum, just, you know, it is what it is. All right. Um, let's move to uh, a question by Terry Moore. So what is the best way for me to get involved in building in the ecosystem? Courses are starting points. Uh, well, courses are always good. And we have quite a few really nice uh, tutorials from community members about various different, you know, various different things like uh, coding and ergo script uh, just, uh, utilizing different parts of the ecosystem, uh, using and minting NFTs or, you know, whatever, uh, whatever you want to get yourself involved in. Um, you know, it, it, you know, it, I mean, getting involved in the ecosystem, it's to me, it's in the, it's somewhat bespoke because, because if the ecosystem is robust, there is no one answer, right? There was like, what is the best way for me to get involved? it's, it's up to you. I mean, it's, it's bespoke. So what interests you? Um, the first thing of course you can do is, you know, do some reading, check out, um, the Ergo platform website, um, check out the YouTube videos, figure out what really interests you and then kind of dig into that subject more. Is it DeFi? Is it uh, NFTs? Is it, uh, you know, is, is it the, you know, smart working with smart contracts? Is it, community. I mean, that's also something that you can do, you know, you, you don't have to actually do coding to be really participating in the ecosystem. You can do community. I mean, uh, blockchain and especially ergo is, is, is very big in community. Um, so different things you can do for the community that are also, those things are also really useful. Um, yeah. So I would say, just to kind of get an understanding. And this is actually something I actually had some, uh, uh, a conversation about on DMS earlier today about some, uh, about a new ergonaut that just joined the community apparently. And, uh, they were just kind of asking about, you know, where to get started. Yeah. So 
get started with the Ergo website, uh, learn about the ecosystem. I mean, I know Terry, you've been here for a while, so this, you know, for you, it's different. Obviously it's bespoke, but just in general, um, learn about the ecosystem and then find what interests you and then dig into that. And, uh, don't forget to ask questions. I, I mean, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to reach out to other community members. And, um, I think it'll be fine. And then you can figure out what to build an ecosystem. You know, if you understand the ecosystem, you see what's going on in the ecosystem, you'll understand where the gaps lie, where there is, uh, some sort of debt that, uh, needs to be filled by new innovation and build there. Um, you know, it's just, and like I said, it's, it's again, I keep repeating myself, but it's different for everybody. Uh, and again, I'll bring myself in as an example, because again, you know, I'm a strategic advisor to the foundation, of course, you know, because of, of the different things that I do and the, my connections and whatnot, but also I am an ergonaut. And also I needed to find my place in the community in, in, in the ecosystem as an ergonaut. Right. And so I thought to myself, what interests me the most? And what interested me the most were um, commercial adoption cases for Ergo. And I then decided to put together Zengate so that we could address these commercial use cases for Ergo and build products that are designed to bring commercial adoption to Ergo. But again, that's me. Um, for you, it could be something completely different. For you, it could be art, right? Um, you can, you know, you can get together with Mr. Foe, uh, the Ergnome guru and, uh, just do some, some artistic stuff, do an art project, you can do some music and uh, music NFTs. You can, there's so much stuff to do. Um, yeah. So just don't be afraid to kind of jump into it. Uh, what would be your advice, Joe? No, well, if you want to start something, know where you're starting from, know where you want to go. Right. And then I guess break it down to proof of work, make it tangible. No. And then start your grind one step at a time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's move on to another question here. This is a bit of on the spicy side and not the question, but the, uh, the drama. So any thoughts on the popular BTC maxi YouTuber, Bitcoin adversity calling ergo a dead project in his most recent video? Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I haven't seen the actual video, but I, I believe it. Bitcoin maxis are special. Uh, uh he, you know, uh, he, he's engagement farming. Uh, like, is it a dead project? Obviously it's not. We're here. We're building, I'm building in the ecosystem. Other people are building an ecosystem. There, there are things happening every day. Joe is doing something in ecosystem every single day, every week. He's got new things that he's doing in ecosystem. So, obviously, we're progressing. Uh, Bitcoin maxis are it's it's you know it's this borderline mental illness in some people. They they just have no ability to kind of spread out their thinking. You know, I mean, I even seen Bitcoin maxis, and some of you know who I'm talking about um, come out and, uh, and, and this is, this is not the only, you know, the only one I've heard this argument before, and I just think it's incredibly moronic, <laughs> but to argue that, um, uh, Bitcoin is not crypto. So, uh, this particular person was saying, you know, they're not buying crypto. They're buying Bitcoin. You know, Bitcoin is the one that they want. They want crypto. It's like, yeah, but Bitcoin is crypto though. 
what are you talking about? It's like, they're, they're just, you know, it's, it's a kind of, um, I mean, you saw, you know, you know, big Mike, uh, you know, go, uh, golden laser eyes, bit Mike, uh, sailor, you know, he, he's always going on about Bitcoin and, uh, you know, bit, you know, just uh, standing under Bitcoin's window with a boom box playing shock the monkey. Um, it just, it, it, it gets screwy. So I, you know, I, I would just, you know, he can say whatever he wants. He's wrong. Um, if anybody believes them, let them do whatever they want. Uh, no, you know, I will shed no tears for people who believe that kind of stupidity. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I got to say about that. What do you, what do you think, Joe? Have you, have you seen this video? I, I haven't seen this video. I've seen part of it. Actually. My first thought is, Hey, they've heard of us, right? I'll take the win, <laughs> you know, in terms of uh, crypto as a whole, Man, there's so many stupid fucking YouTubers out there that, you know, are the experts, you know, self-proclaimed and they've never built anything, right? They've never really participated. What they do is they create some meme or narrative around some thing and then they push it. And usually there's some, you know, nice face thumbnails associated with it. It's one thing in this space I've always found ridiculous, you know, uh, I think that if you're going to find a teacher in life, find someone who has accomplished something or, uh, you know, let's say is, let's say creates an example. Right. And, uh, you know, the whole, I don't know, the whole mentality of like, Oh, I'm an influencer because I make noise uh, is ridiculous. Right. And I, I don't know how anybody takes that seriously. Um, you know, okay. So let's say, the biggest complaint usually about ergo is that, uh, the, you know, trading volume is low because we don't wash trade, right? Like that's, it's not that hard to, to figure out if you, you know, really take a step back and you say, okay, well you have an asset that's distributed across market. There's a very small float that's actually, you know, uh, publicly available on any given day. And somehow, you know, some projects are turning over their market cap on the daily basis. How does that happen without some kind of, uh, wash trading or volumizing past the asset from one hand to the other? There's a lot of shit like that in the crypto space. And, uh, I have no issue calling it out. So, you know, it's like, well, we have organic growth. If you look at, uh, our volume relative to market cap, uh, considering where we sit in like the overall, uh, asset side, we did pretty damn well. I think, um, you know, now is it true that, you know, we turn over our market cap every day on a daily basis when you have, you know, less than 1% floating on markets? No, but that doesn't really happen organically. Right. And nobody really asked that question, right? It's, it's a, it's a trade metric that a lot of, um, the experts, uh, you know, love to talk about without even looking at it. So I, I can't give it too much, too much credit, you know, is liquidity dry in the crypto space. Sure. It's, it's uh, one thing that, you know, right now I think is a problem across the industry, but that's just, you know, the state of the space right now is Ergo always the easiest asset to buy. No, because it costs a lot to list on exchanges, right? That's not a, um, something that they do based on the quality of technology. I mean, look at like, yeah, I yeah, know they, they base it on the quality of how much money they can siphon out of that ecosystem. 
is what it is, man. You know, I've had, I've had, I've had exchange agents straight tell me like, listen, you guys have great technology, but there are things right now that are sexy and hot. And if we sit in the middle and take a fee, you know, short term, we'll make a bit of money. Long term, everyone will probably lose their money. But at that point, you know, we'll have converted the profits that we took and, you know, it'll, it'll have been a profitable venture for us in the short term. And it's like, you know, that's, that's really a bad way to retain users in my opinion. So yeah, it's what it is. Uh, you know, but, but you gotta, you gotta really kind of realize it's still, I mean, we're kind of still in the wild west of things, you know, it's, uh, uh, it, 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 it's like, um, you know, the, the, and the whole thing with the SEC, instead of kind of coming in and trying to actually legislate normally, they're going to brute force themselves in like, Oh yeah, yeah we're We're here to, we're here to show you how to do things. Yeah. All of your securities, all of you, you know, uh, it's like, well, you're, you're security and you're security and now you're a security. And uh, I don't give a, I don't give a shit what you say. I mean, the, 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 the re, that's, that's what happens in the wild west of things. You don't get, you know, you get these extreme reactions and, uh, you know, extreme responses. Um, yeah. and, and, yeah. and you get, you get extreme and, and you get extreme players too. You, you get, you get controlling players that are, uh, you know, that, 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 that are not there specifically for the good of the ecosystem. It's not a, it's not a very democratized ecosystem. It's, 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 you know, it, it's, it's what our, uh, uh, what our communist forefathers, uh, taught us in, about in the Soviet Union as uh, crony capitalism, although their you know definitions of crony capitalism was different and really messed up, and they were idiots. But you know, it, it's it's kind of like you know it's 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 uh, it's capitalism, but it's not it, it's 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 more like it's not really capitalism. It's more, I guess, uh, opportunism and profiteering. And that's just, I mean, that's what it is. And there is an ethical way of doing it. There's an ethical way of doing business and there is a bullshit way of doing business. And a lot of business that's being done by the larger entities that basically have control over assets, you know, what happens to assets like exchanges, for example, centralized exchanges, they, they just engage in this bullshit because they try and, you know, they try to siphon as much liquidity out of it as possible and turn as much profit as possible. And while, turning profit by itself is not a bad thing. It's about how you turn that profit. That's where the, you know, the, that, that's what matters. You know, yeah. it's, it's not a black and white thing. So, um, yeah, but I can go on about this all day long. I think at the bottom line, it comes down to, you know, you have the ability to protect your users and provide them a great experience, or you have the ability to be predatory. And in that sense, it is pretty black and white. Uh, in my mind anyway, but the truth is, you know, Bitcoin maxi, you know, called out ergo. I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that they've heard of it and I hope they make more videos talking about how dead of a project ergo is. So then people, you know, try to look at the corpse and realize, uh, maybe it's not so dead is what it is. Right. Um, you know, it, yeah. it, it, it's funny to me how you have all of the, you know, memes, let's separate money from the state. And then, you know, the SEC comes in and they're sitting there cheerleading the state. And it's a, it's a comedy in, in my mind. Yeah. Well, actually we have this uh, kind of, uh, uh, you know, some people talking about it in the, um, in the question. So it's not a security, but somehow Cardano hired a securities lawyer. Can Bitcoin do that? Cardano didn't hire anything. 
Cardano is an ecosystem. It's like saying Ergo hired a lawyer. Ergo didn't hire a lawyer. Uh, the Ergo Foundation can hire a lawyer, but that's just an entity within the ecosystem. So yeah, let's let's not uh, let's not kind of get our, get get ahead of ourselves there, guys. Um, most of this right now is a witch hunt. Uh, most of this SAC stuff is a witch hunt. Um, there are some assets out there that are highly centralized and can be, uh, especially, you know, the, the, like the VC coins, those could be, yeah, yeah. This, this, those could be, uh, the classified as securities a lot easier. Um, but, uh, assets like Cardano, like Ergo, no, I, 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 it's, it's not, it's just not. And Bitcoin. Yeah, no, Bitcoin can hire a lawyer, but an, but an, but a, but uh, like a body in the Bitcoin ecosystem, a large player in the ecosystem could hire a lawyer. So yeah, it's, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's really not going to get anywhere un until, uh, you know, until sane legislators come in, and actually start doing work instead of uh, pointing fingers and, uh, you know, trying to look cool in front of potential voters in 2024. I think uh, I, we need to probably like take a step back and be realistic that in the crypto space right now, there's a bunch of security experts, right? Oh yeah. And uh, the truth Suddenly everybody's is, security experts. Suddenly like we, we have, we have like Twitter is full of security experts now. The truth is this. All right. At this point, everybody is ghost fighting because they don't know where the position of the sec is or is going to land. Right. And one thing I don't like to waste my energy on is ghost fighting. Once it's known, once there's like positional clarity, okay, then you can move forward. Right. Then, then you have an ability to say, okay, well, this is kind of the board or this is uh, where things are in current space right and then you make a plan accordingly but uh you know when you're running around uh with no clarity um you're ghost fighting right and there's a ton of people in the crypto space right now that are ghost fighting and trying to position themselves based on an unknown which in my opinion is a waste it's a waste of energy waste of time i'd say you know the ergo ecosystem let's keep our head down let's build and at some point, uh, you know, there will be positional clarity. We recognize that we look at that and then we make a plan moving forward. Right. But, uh, you know, in terms of wasting your time, uh, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of ghost fighting. I, I think it's a waste. Yeah, it is a waste. So, uh, oh, and here's, uh, here's an interesting question. Hi guys. Coinbase advertises that listing is free. What is the actual feature listed? Uh, well, uh, listen, yeah. I'll take this for you then. The fastest, the fastest way to cure a disease is to change the name, right? That, that, that's, that's just the truth. The fastest way to cure a disease is change the name. So there is a, there's a ton of, uh, let's say people in the, in the crypto industry that work with partners that will say, Oh, we do not charge a list fee. Mm -hmm. We charge her. We charge a marketing fee. It's totally different. Right, totally different. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. We we we've been through that before, haven't we, Joe? <laughs> through the marketing. The, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. We, we don't we don't do integration fees, but yeah, but we need a marketing budget of uh, an X hundred thousands of dollars. <laughs> you know, so uh, the, I I can't give you the actual list fee because the reality is, um, 
I, I would say probably it's going to change project to project. It's probably not something that has a standard thing, although some entities do have standard sheets. But uh, yeah, it's true. They don't charge a list fee. They call it something else. You know, the quickest way to cure disease is change the name. So then they can run around in the public and say, oh, no, we only list high quality assets and we charge no fee for listing. And then on, you know, and on the back end, uh, you know, they just rebrand it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's a clown show. It truly is. Um, yeah, I mean, they can call it whatever they want. They can call it, uh, you know, a, a, you know, blueberry muffin fee. It's the listing fee, <laughs> you know, because, you know, even, uh, I mean, marketing, right. So, uh, you get somebody charging a marketing fee. So, Hey, Hey Joe, last time we got charged marketing fee, was there actually marketing done with that money? No, <laughs> no, last, last, don't even bring that up, Dan. That like hurts my heart dealing sometimes with, uh, with exchanges because you know, the, the truth is, okay. If I were to have a project, you know, Dan coin, right. And I mint Dan coin for, you know, whatever the cost of minting is and whatever ecosystem I come from, the actual cost of production for that token is negligible, right? It's very low. And so at that point I could potentially go to partners and say, Hey, I'm going to give you a certain percentage of Dan coin. Cause it's this new, super sexy, exciting asset. And here's a portion of my, of my uh, token that, you know, the cost to me is essentially nothing, right? It's, it's the mint cost. Well, when you're talking about a proof of work network, right? Ergo is backed by the work of miners, right? There's an input cost into that. And so, you know, the ability to just say, oh, you know, here's a percentage for you and here's a percentage for you and here's a percentage for you. And then day one, you get this nice VC project that whoop, all of a sudden is listed on every single exchange. How does that happen? Greece, they, they, you know, there's no other way to put it. Is what it is, right? It's the, it's the state of the space, you know? So I get that they advertise that and it sounds really good, but you, you know, change the name, same disease, uh, you know, and in yeah, reality, it's, it's, it's bullshit. Yeah. We, we, we call reality, that bullshit marketing. That's it. Yeah. yeah you know, and the truth is if, if the, uh, listing was free, I'm pretty sure that the exchanges would open, uh, openly advertise like, Hey, th these are the set parameters that we want to see for listing. Right. You never see that. You never see that. If I were to say, Hey, I'm going to add assets onto my exchange for free. I would want a set parameter that I would let my users know and say, Hey, all the assets that I list for free have cleared these certain requirements. You never see that. Instead, you know, you see, you know, Bitcoin gets listed because, you know, it's popular. It's trending right now on Uniswap and, you know, somebody got paid. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like I said, man, it's the wild west. You know, it's, 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 it, it's like, uh, you know, the, like the, the quickest, the quickest and the blingiest gunfighter wins, um, the most money. That's what it's about. And hopefully it'll change. Hopefully it's not going to change with a bunch of, uh, government mommies coming and wiping our asses, but, uh, hopefully it'll change soon for the better, but I'm not holding my breath. Um, so 
here's another uh, interesting question. So in case of war against crypto, how would you describe the battle readiness of Ergo? What are its strengths? What would you like to see more of uh, to improve Ergo's chances of emerging from war victorious? Uh, well, uh, what is our, one, uh, what is the battle readiness of Ergo? Um, I think it's pretty good and I'll tell you why decentralization. Um, it's just, I mean, look, it's the same as this, this question that we had a while back about tornado cash and can, you know, can they do the same thing to Ergo mixer? Uh, they can try. Um, they won't succeed because, you know, Ergo Mixer, there's a bunch of different Ergo Mixers out there. You know, it's like you, you take down this instance, another this is going to pop up. It's open source. Um, I mean, the same thing with, with Ergo and, and we're, we're, we're a really decentralized ecosystem. I mean, the Ergo Foundation is really one, uh, one of the least funded and the most um, I guess the most accomplishing, the most action driven foundations that I've, uh, that I've ever seen. Um, you know, when, when you have other foundations that are worth like a billion dollars, you know, you got Ergo foundation basically out there just grinding, you know, for the ecosystem, building the core, um, doing other things. Uh, yeah. So I just think it's, it's just the fact that we are how we are as decentralized as we are, makes us battle ready because what are they, well, I mean, what are they going to do? What can they do to us? You know, they, 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 they can throw around whatever they want, um, you know, like U S law or whatever. Well, we're not really on any U S exchanges. So that's not really going to, uh, be that big of a deal for us. Um, we got a legal opinion. So the Ergo foundation did get a legal opinion for the U S on Ergo and to show that it is actually, it's, it's not a security at all. And it's, it's, it's in line with, the laws of the US, but again, it's a decentralized ecosystem. So, you know, it's like, where, where do you start? They, 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 there is no central point to hit. You know, there is no, uh, um, you know, polygon labs to, to hit. There is no ripple to hit for the, for the, you know, for these, uh, you know, regulators. So I think that's that. That's where we're at. I think that's what are, that's really strong uh, for us. Um, and I think I think we'd we'd be fine. Uh, what are what improvements can we make? I mean, look, just decentralize even more, grow even more. That's the really the only improvement that I can think of. Um, just grow more, decentralize more, build more, take as much. Uh, take as much control of the ecosystem as you as as you want, as 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 Alex Christie said. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's what I think. But well, what do you think, Joe? No, I think our strengths are proof of work uh, on the GPU side and privacy. Right, GPU proof of work is extremely hard to stop because it's consumer grade hardware. Right, uh, you can go to you know, let's say in the U S you can go to Best Buy or, you know, uh, basically anywhere, right. That sells computer parts and you can potentially participate in consensus. That's huge uh, because it's you know, pretty broadly available. And the truth is even on secondary markets, right. You can always buy, uh, you know, used equipment, scrap it, rebuild it. There's a lot of people out there that do that because they have the capacity to, you know, get hardware very cheap, uh, that way. 
Second is privacy, right? Having privacy oriented tools. Well, that's what they're there for, right? If you don't, if you want to break the linkability between the user and the funds, we have the tooling to do that uh, in terms of the ecosystem. Um, you know, proof of work in a way is, is pretty good starting point because you basically, uh, you know, pick up an asset with no, uh, KYC, right. It's your work. It's not, you know, something that you have to buy on, on an open market. And I, I think that's a much uh, more robust starting point, um, just because it's anonymous. Uh, then you say, okay, well, if you want to see, uh, improvements, what are the two most important improvements? I would say P2P ramping and the ability to use Ergo for uh, kind of economic good for, you know, services, goods, and create kind of a velocity uh, of Ergo um, in terms of real economic use cases. You know, I know that an example uh, I saw on Twitter, uh, GetBlock was, um, uh, advertising that, Hey, we're going to, you know, work with our, uh, local farmers and have the ability to buy produce and, 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 you know, perhaps meat or honey or things like that, uh, using erg. That's awesome. Right. Um, you have a, let's say you build an economy that is erg based. It gives people the ability to use it more as money and, I think that, uh, as it's used as money, it becomes harder to stop because there's economic utility there. So, you know, the best thing that people in the community can do is say, Hey, well, you know, what are, uh, your skill set? what, you know, good services, et cetera, can you potentially offer and, and, um, accept crypto in that if you're going to be, you know, investing, uh, you know, money there anyway. Um, you know, I think it kind of makes sense to use the tools that you naturally have available and uh, invest your energy there in, in a different way. So I, I think that, uh, like long-term, that's something I would love to see uh, is, is, you know, more good services, uh, which ultimately is, you know, velocity, economic utility and use. So, you know, you could go back to Terry's question at the beginning, um, you know, if, if people were to contribute to the Ergo ecosystem with very little, uh, let's say, you know, desire to get involved in the tech, you can simply accept it as goods, you know, services. And that's huge for the network because then, uh, you know, people can, it's basically greater flexibility of spending, right? Everyone loves to talk about, you know, let's say ramps in terms of, you know, I want to convert it to, you know, my currency and then use that currency to then, you know, buy goods and services, right? Well, maybe, maybe we should start cutting out that, uh, exchange step. That would be pretty cool to see. Yeah. 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 Um, no, all, all good points. All good points. Anyway, let's, uh, let, let's move on to some more questions. We've got a few really nice ones. Okay. So we got one. Oh, there's one from vision who is glasgow who's so glasgow, glasgow? Uh, who, who is john galt that, yeah that glasgow. Like, who's john galt uh you know like an artificial intelligence um that runs our chats and organizes our documents some people call him glasgow he was not created by google it's an in-house production 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and it's not just an AI, it's an AI that speaks to you with a Scottish accent. It, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's like, it's, I feel like I'm in a not too distant future. I actually got a message from Glasgow today. Uh, and it, it sounded like a real person. I can't believe that's an AI. Uh, Joe, well, what, what will they think of next? It's hard to say, you know, he, uh, Glasgow's a good dude. Uh, you know, Scott, he's, uh, he's done a lot to, uh, help, uh, the Ergo foundation in terms of documentation and community. And if you look at, uh, you know, our chats, everything is bridged together and, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's really done, done some great work. He's very organized. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh he, he, he is, uh, he is the one that kind of tells us how things should be. Yeah. He's the, he's, he's like this, the, uh, you know, we have a CEO of the ecosystem named Jenny, but I would say that, uh, Glasgow is the Glasgow. I say Glasgow, but whatever. Uh, he's the COO, the chief operating officer of Ergo. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 the one that's gonna yell at us when if 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 stuff is in disarray. No. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's uh, let's move to. Oh, okay. So okay, uh, let, let, let's. Um, okay, so Wendy Moon is asking, uh, what do you guys say to people who might start to lose faith in Ergo because of lowering price at the moment? Um. You know, it, 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 it depends on what they're here for. Um, if they're, well, for miners, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough right now. Um, it's, it's not profitable, um, for just regular holders. I mean, it depends on when you, where you guys came in. Um, again, that's speculative at, at ends of things, but what I would say is, I mean, to miners really, I think at, at this point, in the market to really still be mining ergo you, you you're thinking about the bigger picture you know you're thinking about the long run you're thinking about okay once we're out of this market where are you going to go um you're you're thinking yeah you're thinking long term and so keep thinking long term uh keep thinking about it because you know this is this is the bottom of the of, of the market right now i mean you know things always look bleak at the bottom of the market but the good thing about the bottom of the market is that is the bottom. So we're, you know, you can only get so bottom, you know, so bottomy at the bottom. Um, yeah. So just, just listen, listen, don't lose faith. Keep at it. Um, think of the long term. Think of, think of the bigger picture. Think about what you're adding to the ecosystem and what kind of ecosystem you're adding it, where uh, you're adding your, your time and, 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 and efforts to, um, if you are a builder in the ecosystem, I mean, I, I, I don't see price really changing that, you know, um, to me, price doesn't really matter for what we're building. We're just, still, we're still building it. Um, we're still utilizing the tooling in the ecosystem because look, the tooling is the same. The tooling doesn't change with price. So you could still build whatever you want in the ecosystem. You can still be successful. You can run a successful business within the ecosystem and, and utilizing the tooling of the ecosystem. So yeah, just, 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 just think about the bigger picture. Think about what, uh, what, what you want to accomplish and just, you know, just stick, just stick to it. Uh, what are your thoughts, Joe? Well, I don't know why you would need faith when the code's open source. 
you can just uh you know follow different projects in the ecosystem or core protocol development and uh you can see for yourself progress being made you know now when when you're talking about like speculative assets let's say something bigger than us like uh i don't know safe moon or elon doge mars or things like that right you need faith right you need faith that more people are going to come in and uh move it now in terms of like uh, the progress evolution of Ergo, it's, it's open source, right? You just follow it. Um, yeah. you know, so I, I don't think faith here is necessarily the right word. You could say, okay, well, like market traction, uh, maybe, you know, is, is, is more what you're speaking to since you're speaking of price. Uh, but you know, that's something it ebbs and flows. It consolidates, uh, narratives change. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff in crypto that, uh, you know, they present this sleek and shiny narrative with all the buzzwords and all the things that are sexy in the moment. And then they never really go anywhere. Right. Um, you know, with Ergo, what's, what's the goal, uh, to create a programmable blockchain with clear assumptions. How do you know that's happening? The code's open source. Yep. Yep. There it is. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, actually that, that's a really good point. Um, you don't have to keep the faith if, if uh, you can see what's going on. And you can see what's going on. You see all the tooling, you see all the code, you see all the all the traction in the ecosystem. So, you know, take it for what it is. Um, yeah. All right. Let's get to another question. Is uh, it's a uh, a question from uh, Luca D'Angelo, uh, one of our. Well, you know, he's uh, he's been working on other projects as well, but. I am, you know, I'm, I'm glad to have him working on Palmyra with with me. Um, so Luca is asking for uh, UTXO said bootstrapping. How far back in the chain do you need to go? How far back, Joe? I think you froze, Dan. You want to re-ask that? I froze. Yeah, on my froze side. It? Really? I don't know. I'm looking at the red signal at Zoom. So hopefully. Then we stick. Uh, I, I'm I, I'm I'm not frozen. I'm actually pretty hot right now. I think I got a fever. Oof! I have to look. I know that Alex uh, was talking about that in the main chat. I know he's been testing different parameters uh, for probably the last month, uh, playing with different syncs. Uh, you know, playing with time and thinking about security assumptions. I'm not 100 percent sure where he's landed in this latest. Uh, looks like. Let's see. I'll try to find it. I know. I know that he's uh, put it in the chat recently. Where we ended up. It looks like uh, snapshots are taken every fifty-two thousand two hundred twenty-four blocks. And that's where 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 we landed. I was trying to do like I was trying to make it look like I'm, I'm frozen, but I can't because I keep blinking. Hold on, let me try it again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not frozen. All right. Well, yeah. So, uh, what was the verdict there? We, we could ask Alex. No, I think, I think, uh, in, in the latest is 52,224 blocks. Um, but there's a uh, only a select amount of nodes that have the snapshots at this point, but I, that's something that he's been playing around with the parameters for oof. I'm going to say probably about four or five months, you know, as he's, as he's been building this. So, um, we'll see. I, I think, it, you know, it's, it's something that we have a game plan now. It might be refined in the future. Uh, I'm not sure. 
Mm, yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's a nice question? Well, I think maybe we have one space for maybe one, maybe two more. Um, so let's see. Um, oh, um, so Ursa Minor will be selling foot picks for Erg. Um, yeah. You know what? It's a good or service, right? I don't know. I don't know the quality of it, but uh, who knows? Maybe there's a market. Good luck. <laughs> well, hey, uh, you know, Ergo's got NFTs, cheap to cheap to mint. Good luck. You know, Erg Erg foot gnomes. Uh, what would it, would it be? Erg 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 foot. No, no, Erg foot. No, it's anyway. We got to think about it. Hey, Erg, Erg Erg feet. Yeah, Erg feet. Yeah. Anyway, so, something like that. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right. So, um, okay. So here's a, here's a question I think you will like, Joe. Can you operate on, on a comparison of the current uh, leading POW crypto out there, checking the way to go and the future of Ergo? Uh, well, you know, probably the leading proof of work is, is Bitcoin. Right. And so it's like, okay, well, what's the unique characteristic of Bitcoin is the security of the network. Just that simple. You know, the, the amount of, uh, ASICs that are pointed to that network is impressive, right? As a global computer, it, it is, uh, pretty sweet. Uh, then you could say, okay, you have, uh, other things, uh, you know, uh, let's say that are interesting. Um, you know, uh, some, you know, it's like, Hey, we're going to have, uh, signatures that are fast. Right. Okay. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of that. It's an interesting use case, uh, fast signing, fast settlement, or it goes about programmability. Right. And I do think that programmability long-term, uh, you know, you have, uh, the greatest diversity in terms of the ecosystem you can develop, uh, you, you know, in terms of DeFi and, and all of these different use cases. So for, uh, Argo being, you know, programmable proof of work, uh, there's not too many out there that I'm aware of that are, uh, kind of positioned in, in just the diversity of programmability that Ergo is, which is unique, right? We're in a unique space. There are some other ones, you know, we can look at like, uh, what uh lithium from you know the utxo alliance uh you know they're kind of similar in terms of having uh some programmability so there are some other small projects that are interesting right um but uh in terms of the leading uh you know what do you got bitcoin litecoin uh ethereum classic maybe ravencoin caspa uh you know in terms of programmability that's not really their their jam uh, you know, they have other, other things, uh, which, okay, you know, good luck. Uh, but in terms of like Ergo's, uh, primary focus, it's about programmability with clear assumptions. And, and I think that, uh, in terms of, let's say long-term building value, uh, there's a huge opportunity there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, Let's see. Um, 
Dan, why are you and Joe so cute? Mm, well, years of practice, I guess. You do you agree, Joe? I mean, is does that or is it like natural or what, what, like what? What is it? Are you naturally adorable? I don't know. Indeed, indeed. All right. Um, okay, so here's a nice question. Uh, uh, all right. So, are there any ways to optimize the network in regards to transaction throughput? What do you think, Joe? Sure. Uh, you know, there are certainly different uh, solutions that we've been looking at in terms of uh, the 6.0 roadmap. Uh, there's a variety of different scaling solutions that Ergo could support, right? But there's one thing that you, everybody, I think, needs to pay attention to when we talk about throughput in crypto. And it's the most important thing, demand, right? Like if we have a network that can, you know, handle a trillion, billion, jillion transaction and has seven users, what's the point? Right. And, and so, uh, you know, one thing that uh, I would love to see is where there's really demand for um, greater throughput. And that's something that, you know, as an ecosystem uh, we can set as a goal. Now we have, we had periods of network congestion sure, but uh, as a, uh, the whole, I would say, you know, that's something that, uh, it's still, uh, something we're working towards. Right. And what, what you'll find is being that, uh, Ergo, you know, has a fee market, uh, is that when we really approach the point where it's time to have a serious conversation about, you know, uh, scaling, um, and throughput, that will show up in the network in terms of cost. So in, in, in terms of, uh, projects, there was, there are actually, you know, only, only a few at this point that have the level of activity needed to really get serious about ha having the throughput conversation right now in terms of marketing, it's sexy as hell to talk about trillion, billion, jillion transactions. But if you have no users, what's the point? Well, it's not just that. I mean, it's also about, I think you've mentioned it. It's what, what what's inside the transaction. What is this transaction, right? Um, you know, I was, uh, this is years back, but I was talking to, um, so it was an Indian company back, back well, probably like 2017, maybe. And, uh, you know, I, I was basically the business development arm of, IOG at that point, because we didn't have business development. We didn't have anything over there. Um, so basically people contact Charles, Charles told, would tell him to contact me. And then I would basically be sitting, there was a time for several months there where I would literally be in back to back to back meetings all day with people just trying to reach out to us. And so there was this one company that, uh, it created, they said it created some blockchain at that, but like the, they, they had like a layer one, they were launching, um, but it was all, uh, it was all uh, done on mobile devices and they were saying, oh, we can do 80,000, uh, TPS. Yeah. That used to be, to be the marketing thing back in the day is like, who has the higher number? And it's like, okay, that's great. But yeah, but, but like the, the transactions, the transaction size was uh, like, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, like, you know, like in the words of, of, uh, the late great Jack lemon, you know, even a loud fart will give you a concussion. It's like, it's just so small, uh, like there's no point. 
Um, mm-hmm. th- that's why the, the UTXO model is so attractive because it's really about what you put inside the, the, uh, the UTXO, um, yeah. and not really about the amount of transactions because, well, number one, um, I mean, even with big networks like Ethereum, uh, like it, it has it even, even remotely come close to say the the tps amount uh, the, the the transactions or the 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 workload of say the visa network mm-hmm. no it hasn't because there're just not enough users on there like you said so uh even and there are a lot of users but there're just not enough users to really make that a thing um in fact i don't really think there's been any layer one out there really that kind of you know, was so overloaded that they were like, Oh my God, I wish we had more TXs. Yeah. It's as a, as a basic principle, it's like, how many boxes can you fit in the back of a van? Well, what are the size of the boxes? Right. Exactly. Uh, No, that's, it's kind of a weird, weird thing to ask uh, because it's an incomplete question. You know, what are, what kind of transactions are you trying to move? No, no, it is. It is true that, uh, that's something that, you know, every network needs to kind of have a plan for long-term in terms of growth and adoption. And we do, right. Uh, we can optimize layer one. Uh, we have a variety of, of layer two solutions that, uh, are possible and will make sense in different applications, depending on what the applications are and, you know, what the users want and what the costs are. And, uh, you know, but in, in the short term, uh, yeah, I remember 2019 where everybody wanted to have a million jillion, you know, <laughs> TPS. That was some good marketing back in the day. Oh, and, yeah. you know, what did it actually convert to? Uh, not too much, you know, and then I guess you can also look at uh, the amount of, uh, block space that, you know, when consensus is on chain, uh, you know, that, that's going to always, you know, take a certain amount of space. Right. So uh, it's something I've never seen the metric for, for different proof of stakes, you know, one to the other, to the other, to the other, how much space, uh, does just the net consensus in terms of staking, unstaking, withdrawal, reward distribution, that kind of stuff. What does it take? But that would be an interesting metric to look at because, you know, that's something that could be, uh, potentially concrete, uh, we're more proof of work. So it doesn't, necessarily make sense, but, uh, it's an interesting question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, um, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's about we're, we're about at the top of the hour here, a little over, but, um, you know, I'm going to leave it at, with this question, uh, or a statement. Joe will never say anything nice about himself. Will he, will you Joe? I don't toot my own horn. Not about that. Well, there you go. There you go. All right, guys. Um, I think that's uh, all the time we have today. So uh, once again, thank you for the great questions. Thanks for joining. And we will see you here. Same time, same channel next week. Have a good one, everybody.